Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And when you think about oatmeal packets, usually if you're talking about like in North America, Quaker oatmeal, for example, in a variety pack, there's going to be some types that babies can't have, like the kind with maple sugar and brown sugar, but there will always be the plain oatmeal. And that's perfectly fine for your baby to have. These are parboiled, quick cooking oats, which means they've already been partially cooked. So you can either, they might already be prepared, or if you have the packet and you have hot water from the tea station, you can make the oatmeal packet yourself. Of course, you just want to cool it until it's safe for the baby to eat. They can do it with the preloaded spoon. Half the time, you know, they're probably going to just pick the oatmeal up with their hand. And that's a perfectly fine approach as well. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Well, hello there and welcome back. Today's episode is for those of you who might be a little bit reticent to hit the road and travel with your baby once you start solid foods. At the time of this recording, I am coming off of two separate three-week road trips that our family did earlier in the summer. And we spent a lot of time in hotels. So my husband travels a ton for work. He's like a big Marriott person. This is not sponsored by Marriott. I, I, I feel like they should sponsor my life at this point. He spent so much time in Marriott. But as a result, we stayed in Marriott's most of the summer. I'm not exactly a camping person, so I like a hotel, but we have seven kids. So we'd have a couple of rooms. Uh, At one point, we had our old au pair with us. Then we also had a different babysitter with us. 
because we were both kind of working off and on throughout the summer. Long story short, I spent every single morning at a breakfast buffet and I am constantly amazed by how many foods there are at a breakfast buffet that your baby can safely eat. So this episode is hotel breakfast buffet foods that babies can safely eat. So let's get started about mentality for travel. We've done a ton of episodes on traveling with your baby. I'll link some of the other ones below where you're listening to this actual episode. If you just need more travel inspo, like you can do this, you can get out there, you can travel with your baby. The whole point of doing baby led weaning or one of them rather is that your baby is learning how to eat modified versions of the same foods that the rest of your family is. So when you travel, hopefully you're not having to pack or prepare special foods for the babies. So even from a baby's first bites, I want to share three components from a hotel breakfast buffet or breakfast menu if you're at a regular restaurant that most babies can eat. A lot of this is specific to the residents in throughout the country where we stayed because there are some constants. And I'm like, not that we want to feed babies the same thing every day, but like most people probably aren't going to be at a breakfast buffet for six weeks out of their summer. So if you're at a breakfast buffet, what can your baby eat? For this outline, I'm going to follow the three different components of the plate where I put food. So I use the easy peasy mini mat for building a balanced baby led weaning plate. I do this starting in day three of my program. For the first 10 minutes of the meal, we're introducing the new food of the day to the baby. In the second 10 minutes of the meal, we swap in a plate that contains that new food from the day, plus two familiar foods from previous days. So again, by day three, when your baby has three foods under their belt, that's when we start utilizing this approach. Now, if you're on the road, sometimes families have to pause on new foods, but I also encourage families, hey, maybe traveling or eating at restaurants is an opportunity for your baby to try a new food. If it's something you don't make or not as inclined to prepare at home, or maybe just I've never even heard of. So you can either use your travel opportunity to try new foods or to continue reintroducing familiar foods. So with the easy peasy mini mat, there is one four ounce portion pocket. It's kind of looks like a smile. And then there's two two ounce portion pockets. That's kind of like the eye sockets of the mini mat. The mini mat is the original silicone suction mat. And it's perfect for baby led weaning. I do have an affiliate discount code KD10 if you're ever shopping for feeding gear. But I bring my mini mat with me if I'm feeding a baby because otherwise some of these foods don't work. And for babies early on, if they don't have their pincer grasp, which your earlier eater will not have, they can't pick up these foods. You need a suction mat that has a pliable barrier that the baby can use their whole hand or their palmer grasp to rake and scoop the food up and out of. And I like the easy peasy product the best designed by their feeding expert. So in the four ounce portion pocket, I'll always put the starchy food. So in the case of breakfast and a breakfast buffet, and just to back up the rationale there is that starting at seven months of age, your baby starts to need slightly a greater percentage of calories from carbohydrate than they do from protein or fat. And again, I don't want you to get bogged down in the numbers. That's not what matters here, but it's why I put the starchy food or the carbohydrate food in the slightly larger portion pocket, okay? There are no such thing as set portion sizes for babies. Anytime you see a portion guide for baby led weaning, it's made up. You just kind of have to eyeball it. And so what I'll do for the breakfast buffet foods is you almost always can find plain oatmeal. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma 
but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Now, sometimes when you get your breakfast, you're like, oh, that looks gross, plain oatmeal. And then there's like, especially at Marriott's, there's my kids are like in heaven this summer. Like, look, there's marshmallows and brown sugar. There's a whole bunch of stuff you can add for older kids if you're so inclined. But for babies, the base of that plain oatmeal, they usually just make it with oats and water. There's generally, if you taste it, you can tell there's no salt here. There's no sugar here. So occasionally a restaurant will make their oatmeal with milk. And provided that your baby has already been exposed to cow's milk protein, that's perfectly fine. Remember, we don't substitute fluid cow's milk in place of breast milk or formula until after age one, but it's totally fine. We want your baby to be having milk ingredients as a way to introduce them to milk protein and hopefully reduce the risk of milk allergy down the road. So if your baby's had formula, the base of that is cow's milk protein, so you're in the clear. For exclusively breastfed babies, you'd want to trial milk on its own a number of times without reaction before offering baby oatmeal that was made with milk. And sometimes at the breakfast buffets, you'll see the packets of oatmeal. And sometimes there will be a like an assortment or a variety mix. And we never want to offer the ones that are like brown sugar or maple syrup, right? Because those have added sugars in them. But in that variety pack, if you're talking about in the United States, Quaker oats, they always have the plain oatmeal. And you would have to add boiling water to that in order to cook slash soften the oats. But they're quick cooking oats, meaning that they've already been parboiled or partially cooked. So it's totally safe for you to make that for your baby. You would just want to make sure that you cool it to the appropriate temperature so that it's safe for the baby to feed to themselves. Now, the texture of oatmeal is a nice one for babies practicing dipping and scooping. A little bit older babies, usually around nine months of age, sometimes 10 months of age, will see babies starting to dip and scoop on their own. So you might want to bring your own baby led weaning spoon with you as well. And it sounds like a lot, oh my gosh, I have to pack all this stuff. Hey, it's way easier to pack one suction mat, an open cup, a bowl and a bib than it is to pack all the food when you're traveling. The second portion pocket on the mini mat, I do one small serving of protein. In the other eyeball socket, the other two ounce portion, I always do one small serving of fruit or vegetable. We'll get to that next. I want to focus on protein. The easiest protein to feed to babies at breakfast, of course, is egg. So hoping your baby has already had egg a number of times on its own without reaction, you definitely want to continue reintroducing egg. There's lots of different ways to prepare eggs. If you're not familiar with how to make eggs safely for baby led weaning, I'll link in the show notes to another episode I did, which is seven ways to make eggs safe for baby led weaning. And you'll get some ideas in there, but you're not actually making the food at the restaurant. So, or the hotel. So what are they offering now when it comes to scrambled eggs, right? Like most, you know, Hamptons residents in, they have a rotation. If you spend enough time in a hotel, you know exactly what breakfast you're going to get on what day, but there's usually eggs. So scrambled eggs can have a lot of added salt. Also, if it's a very, very small scramble, it can be into small pieces, which is hard for the baby to pick up. I generally prefer hard boiled eggs. And even if the hot bar has like only scrambled eggs, you usually can find hard boiled eggs, maybe in the refrigerated section or somewhere else. And even if you just ask the attendant, they sometimes will have hard boiled eggs available. And I like hard boiled eggs because you're assured that with the hard boiled egg, there's no added salt. 
Now, as we all know, a little bit of added salt is not a huge problem. The goal is to have your baby hopefully learning how to eat new foods and eating with the family. And when you're out and about, there will always be a little bit more salt. But if you can find a hard boiled egg, it's really a unique texture for two reasons. So this is a fun food for babies to try. If you slice hard boiled eggs into pieces that your baby can pick up, that rubbery texture of the hard boiled egg, which is perfectly safe for your baby to eat, the protein is where that allergenic part is that we want baby to be exposed to early and often. That's a fun new texture for your baby. But also the egg yolk, that's where the iron is and the other valuable nutrition and the fat. The egg yolk of a hard boiled egg is a very unique mealy texture, which is fun for babies to try as well. You can get your hands on some hard boiled eggs. You could also always ask too, depends upon what the setting is, but if they're able to make eggs without added salt. And when it comes to fat, sometimes parents worry, oh, what if they cooked it in butter? If your baby's already passed cow's milk protein, then don't worry about them cooking it in butter. And when it comes to oil, whatever oil your family eats is totally fine for the baby to eat as well. We don't need to be particular there, but a small egg, hard boiled egg cut into pieces. Some babies will eat a couple of hard boiled eggs. It's pretty amazing to watch. I love traveling the summer too, because I try not to stare, but just like watching babies eat at at mealtimes with their families. And I remember this one little baby we were in, went to Louisville, Kentucky. We took our kids to the Louisville Slugger Museum and we stayed at a Marriott that was around that area. And there was this most adorable baby and he was just having his way with the scrambled eggs. And I thought it was so awesome. And my kids were like, mom, stop staring. You're so embarrassing. And then of course we started talking to them and the family was sharing that they did do baby led weaning and they just loved it so much. And yeah, the baby was making a mess. <laughs> my kids cleaned it up. I was like, go ask the guy where the broom is. Cause the mom was getting like you know, sometimes eating at restaurants, you can be a little nerve wracking. Oh my gosh, I'm so worried about the mess. But then I was telling them about a splash mat that you can put underneath the baby's high chair so that even if they drop food on the floor at the restaurant, you just kind of clean it up and take it back to your room, clean it up yourself if you want to help minimize the mess. So the third portion pocket of the breakfast buffet, the fruit or vegetable, you can almost always find some sort of soft fruit or fresh fruit that's available at a breakfast buffet. Melons can be hit or miss, right? Like kind of quintessential quantity food production practice is to cut up a bunch of melon, whether or not they're ripe. So for the melons that are too hard, what I'll do is I kind of cut them down into the pieces that I want them to, picking the softest piece. And then I'll just pour some boiled water over them at the beginning of the meal, just to let it soften a little bit. And sometimes, again, you can't serve it super piping hot to the baby. You don't want to burn their mouth, but it's the same effect that it has as when we poach fruits that aren't yet ripe, but it can soften them. You also can put a little bit of fruit in the microwave to soften it. And I do that usually just if there's a bowl for cereal, cut a couple pieces of the fruit, put hot water on it and then pop it in the microwave. Again, taking it out and letting it cool. Remembering that fruit for the most part, especially melon is a very high water content food. It will preserve its heat for a long time. So again, we just want to make sure we're not burning the baby's mouth, but you can almost always find a banana. Okay. And so bananas are a great, you know, automatically soft food for baby led weaning. If they're ripe, Uh, we cut them into spears. I usually cut the banana in half longwise. And then I'll cut each half into four to six more pieces. So you get spears that are about the size of your adult pinky finger. And I put those in the bowl for the baby to pick up. We do not offer the banana to a baby that has the peel on it. This is a practice that I see. I think it's generated on social media. It's incredibly dangerous. The people will cut a banana in half, leaving the peel on and then cut half of that, the peel away. So that the baby's holding like the bottom of the banana. I kind of call it a banana lipstick with the peel on it. We personally know of babies who have choked on banana peels. They are a huge choking risk. You don't eat a banana with the peel on. Please don't feed your baby a banana with the peel on. It's very easy to cut up a banana and make it safe or find another soft fruit. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sometimes people ask about yogurt in a hotel breakfast buffet setting. And for the most part, that's not going to fly because the yogurt that you're going to find in most commercial establishments will have added sugar in it. And for the yogurt that we want to offer your baby, we want it to be no added sugar, full fat yogurt. So it's to be whole milk. So not reduced fat, not non-fat, not low fat, because we offer whole milk, full fat dairy products to babies up until age two. They need that fat for their brain development, but it's like the fruited yogurt. It's like, that's not actually fruit in there. You guys, that's added sugar. We don't want to offer our babies plain yogurt with a bunch of added sugar in it. So the whole summer, I didn't see any whole milk, full fat yogurt. It all had added sugar in it. Again, my kids were like in seventh heaven, but with bigger kids, you can feel a little more comfortable offering them some of those added sugar foods, but I would steer clear of that for babies. So again, the meal, if you bring in your mini mat, put some plain oatmeal, either make it yourself with the packet in hot water or let some of the pre-made stuff cool. If you want to practice with that tiny spoon so the baby can learn to dip and scoop, that's wonderful. If not, they're probably just going to eat it with their hands. So make sure it's cool enough. In the protein pocket, try to do some slices of hard-boiled egg or fried egg strips or scrambled egg if you're so inclined. And then for the vegetable, doing soft pieces of either banana or other softened melons or whatever the other fresh fruit may be that your baby can pick up and feed to themselves. And you've started your day with a meal at a restaurant. Hopefully the breakfast is included. I mean, some of these restaurants really lose it on us this summer. I swear to God with the amount of food seven kids eat, but it also kind of helped us set the stage for the day. Everyone has a good breakfast in their stomach. You can get out, sightsee, tour, do whatever it is that you're doing for the reason you're staying in a restaurant. Thank you so much for listening. I wanted to say that the show notes for this episode with some more resources and some other related travel episodes, I'll link up at blwpodcast.com forward slash 363. And a special thanks to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave. We are online at blwpodcast.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye.